Hello and welcome to First, your first place for LF1 related news, content and general tomfoolery. I am joined as always by the lovely co-host Ellie McVicker. How are we doing this week? Hello. Yeah, no, we're all good. After good. some troubleshooting issues, we are ready to go. Yeah, as you can see, we are, um, for our visual viewers, um, we are recording in two separate rooms this week, and that's because of all the audio issues we had last week. We have decided to currently abandon recording in the same room. Um, so we are literally we're sitting evolving. in the opposite ends of the flat. Yeah, we're evolving, mm-hmm. we're evolving. It's probably going to sound much crisper. Um, and and hopefully it'll be... look a bit better. Yeah, so um, that's the housekeeping done. Also, um, we apologise for not dropping the... Uh, filler episodes um that are blast from the past episode we have actually got that already so that will be coming out after our monza review which will be coming at some point next week after the monza race now that's yeah, all we're, way, we're hoping to release the episode somewhere in a week gap which is that after yeah. monza yeah after okay. monza. yeah that's, okay. that's what i said that's what i said that's what I, said. I just didn't just, i just didn't know that was right. a week's gap no, it's all right, but you still believe me, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we had this weekend the Dutch Grand Prix. Um, like last week, or last time we had a race viewers, which was Belgium, um, we have a little bit of a confession to make, which is that it wasn't Ellie this time that didn't get to see the whole <laughs> race. It oh, was yeah. actually me. Um, I, I was working for an hour, which literally happens to be like 30 minutes into the race. So that was fab. Um, yeah, but to be fair, I didn't get to watch a second of qualifying because I was working. So I am solely relying on the, um, F1, um, qualifying highlights video to catch me up. And I really hope yeah. they didn't leave out anything interesting because I was the one that made the script for this episode. Yeah, so if we're yeah. missing something, please <laughs> do cut in. Write us in the comments. <laughs> write in the comments and tell us how shit we are at our jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, where shall we start this week? Probably the practice, I guess. Yeah. Um, obviously the biggest shock of the week. Um. Ellie, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you tell it. The, the, the tragedy well, of practice. It's just a normal practice session. Raining, you know, the usual. The usual and for every European race this year. Yeah, yeah. And first of all, Oscar Piastri going around the circuit and slides himself into the wall nice, nicely, you know. And just after he did so, Dio Ricardo the fellow Australian, decided that he would do the same, I guess. And in his words, he said that if he didn't hit the wall where he did, it was either that or go and hit Piastri. Yeah. So I think so... I think he made the right decision, but in doing so, he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... He, uh, he... Yeah, Sorry, you go. Go. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. If I ever, ever, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And um, so he was rushed off. To, he complained just after the crash that he'd hurt his hand. Um, originally he thought it was his wrist, and he was rushed off to hospital, given an X-ray, and he broke a bone in his hand. Um, yeah, which uh, ruled him out for the rest of the week. 
the race weekend, um, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately was after the end of obviously the second practice session, which gave whoever his replacement was to be only practice three to get ready for the car. Yeah, um, and one would Daniel think Ricardo that... will, yeah, yeah, one would think that well, uh, Daniel Ricardo's um, he won't be back uh, until after Monza. He's had surgery on his hand, and we wish him a very speedy recovery. Um, some marshals very nicely left him some street waffles and left him a little note inside the car. Just, but, just a quick little jump in. Um, he on. actually went to the same doctor as um, Lance Stroll did at the start of the season. No way. Really? He did. I, <laughs> I, I did have no not idea. know that. I have no idea if that's true. I found that out on Twitter. You know. Well, everything you read on Twitter is true. Yeah. So, yeah. Everything on Twitter is true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, one would think that, as you were saying, that um, if... You know, there's only one practice session left, so one would think that they would try to get someone in that would know the car quite well. Yeah, have a lot of experience, Mm -hmm. you know. And funnily enough, there's a driver that knows the car extremely well. Is Torelli? I didn't know this. Yeah, he actually um, drove it for half the season. Did he? No, I must be lying, because they they, they chose Liam Lawson. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, instead of uh, doing the obvious thing and putting Nick, uh, apologising to Nick DeVries uh, profusely uh, and putting him back in the car, um, they chose William Lawson instead. Yeah! Um, Liam Lawson, obviously, fantastic driver, currently doing very well in the Super Formula in Japan um, and part of the Red Bull Academy programme, obviously. However, he had never driven... You know, mm-hmm. he's, not, he's not had a lot of experience behind the wheel of an F1 car. He's had a couple this of tests. This was his first time in Formula One. Yep. Um, whereas Nick DeVries literally had done half a season already. Uh, yep. So, it's probably the correct decision. It was just, you can imagine just, it just rubs salt in the wounds of Nick DeVries, who has already, you know, spent literally, you know, a, a half of a season in that car. Uh, to be told, actually, despite the fact that we could, we could literally put you back in the car tomorrow. Nah. To be You're fair, right. if <laughs> if I was the one that had to go to him and say, "Hey, buddy, do you, do you remember <laughs> when 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 that thing happened? We're past that. We want you back in the car." I can't see that happening. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. Can you imagine that conversation? Of whoever no, I they can't. I just, oh, it would have been, I would have been great. Oh mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. I could see yeah. Tosso Wolf in there. I, I could see him in there yeah. advocating for his boy, but yeah, with hey. the stern Total Wolf face you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Um, yeah, yeah, great. That would be that would have been so funny. But, but Liam Lawson got his F one debut, and yeah. I'd say he did. He did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, he had one, he literally had one bad session to get in the car. Yeah. You know, deal with the fact that this car is made for Daniel Ricciardo and not him. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, it was probably, I don't, I, I don't, like, I, like, even, did they, how did they, did they do all have emergency seat fitting? Did they have to sit yeah. in a car that was designed for, I don't know. I don't, I'm like, how, how much did they manage to get this car tailored to him before this happened? Um, well, I have no idea, but, 
he did whatever he was working with. He did a sm- smashing job. A smoshing, a smoshing. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. You know, was was that a <laughs> mixture between mouthing and smashing? No, I what was going to say smashing. I was going oh, to say okay. smashing, and then I but, thought maybe I should say a different word. But then I, I, I had already started. Uh, so you've already started. So you must be. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to qualifying. So, from my limited knowledge, I conducted mm-hmm. a series of bullet points, and if you have anything to add, please do, because this is solely on an eight-minute video. Yep. So, uh, I, yeah, I didn't see the whole thing, um, but or did I see the whole thing? No, uh, no, I did no, not. No, you didn't. So we're kind of <laughs> ah, not a good enough department. <laughs> Um, you know, funny oh, story, I... actually. Funny story. I didn't tell you this. While I was working, um, so I work in a shop that does, sometimes has an F1 merchandise. And some, there was a girl that came up to uh, the cash register and I served her and she was buying a Ferrari t-shirt. And I said, oh, are you watching qualifying today? She was like, no, my mum's dragging me out to to the shop. Oh, starts. And I was like, well, I, I'll, I might be able to catch it. So um, I hope it's a good race and I hope Ferrari do well. And I yeah. think that might have jinxed Charles Leclerc. Yeah, no, you did. Um, I also yeah. want to ask the question, which I'm going to ask. Did you manage to plug the podcast or did you bottle it? I definitely did not. <laughs> right, so you bottled it. That's terrible. terrible. I'm not See, that this shameless. Is why, this is why I'm on the marketing side of things. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, you, you, yeah. Anyway, let's actually talk yeah. about cars and things. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, it was like a, it was a curse day for Ferrari. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it was uh, the, the the qualifying started obviously wet. Um, mm-hmm. so everyone, everyone was on enters. Um, there was a weird thing of like, Karun Chandok seemed to be trying to make like trying to jinx the weather to make it dry. Um, I don't know if he was planning on getting a hair dryer out and getting on the track, but he kept saying, "Oh, it'll be dry by the end of the session." I'm telling you now, it just didn't happen. Well, um, we did. We did have the the weatherman there at the track, so maybe he knew something we didn't. Yes, and we by... did. We uh, <laughs> we had um uh oh Steve Carell, Steve Carell, um, <laughs> yeah. also the voice of the great Gru. Um, was at his first ever F1 race weekend, and he was there, and obviously he played the weatherman, the anchorman. Great film. Watch it if you haven't seen. Yeah. But yes, Ferrari. Yeah, Doing well, Ferrari things. They, yeah, yeah, pretty much because they were this close from uh, Jed. If you can't see me, I'm doing a little tiny, tiny, tiny thing. I I can't know, but I can imagine you. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Know, I'll do it as well, um, and then it's like tiny, tiny, um, tiny, tiny. Why am I saying tiny? Um. I Have don't you know lost why your I said tiny. No, I know what I was. I know what I'm saying. I just don't know why I said tiny. Small. I should have said small. We're well, this close from being out in Q1. Yeah. Charles Leclerc almost didn't get into Q2. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, was, I, 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 it was purely. What was it? It was down to. Well, it was kind of a mix of both. Um interesting calls as to when to you know come in for a second yeah. set to 
set laps and then uh yeah it was a mix of Charles doing this thing where sometimes he just pushes a little bit too hard um but yeah um but that wasn't the only shock elimination of qualifying mm-hmm. um, you're so right as we had Lewis Hamilton end up out in Q2 after qualifying a solid 13th place um just go doing goat things uh yeah sorry that we was did mean. indeed yeah that, that was mean but he um I, I think it was a combination between team calls and not being at the right time but yeah it, it was really odd because I, I i don't know if he i i told you this when we were talking about it but uh, he did his push lap the second lap before the end so obviously yeah you want to try and do that. your fastest lap and your push lap which is when you use all the battery of the car and everything on the last lap you're gonna do yeah um, and for some odd reason um he seemed to do that lap his push lap the second lap before so then he continued and did another lap uh as he crossed the line as the, the, as time ran out for the session but it was obviously not as good didn't because you used all the battery you didn't have any yeah. battery left and obviously when you're using that on a wet track you really want to be there at the last moment because the car track's drying up and drying up drying up um as f1 cars kind of work like reverse hoovers um blowing yeah. uh, <laughs> the water off the track um you know if i, yeah. if, if I was a sidetrack um the the original Another idea one. of a hoover <laughs> yeah the original idea of a hoover was actually to blow dust off um and then the man who saw this invention uh built the actual hoover that sucks dust True story. Oh, interesting. There Thank you, you go. for that. Fun facts fact. with Jed. We're going to continue that as a segment. Well, no, we won't. here's another fun fact. Are you ready? Oh, God, here we go. Yep. Williams got through to Q3. Both they cars. did. Both cars got through to Q3 for the first time yeah. since, oh, God, was it 2013? Well, I'm not sure, but just before you get too excited. 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just before everyone gets too excited. Logan Sargent puts it in the wall at the beginning yeah. of Q3. But yeah. he still qualifies P10. Yeah, and it I was think f- that's pretty darn good. It was it was so funny, but also not, because David Croft, the commentator for Sky Sports, was literally saying, you know, <laughs> how good a job Logan Sargent's done to get this card to Oh! Oh, that's Logan Sargent and he's at the wall. I was like, how did you even <laughs> manage that? It was it was incredible timing. Oh, the uh, good old commentators uh, curse. Top 10 commentators curse moments of the mm-hmm. season so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah, poor Logan Sargent. Um, yeah, it didn't, didn't even really get a cha- that much. He, he didn't really get that much of a chance in Q3 because he put it in yes. the wall. Who knows what um, it could have been, but still solid for the Williams team. Yeah, speaking of putting it in a wall. Oh, yes. Lovely segment. It's lovely yeah. segmentation nice there segue. for you. Yeah, 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 segue, yeah, yeah. that's the word I was looking for. Not segment, segue. Yeah, yeah, Like Charles the thing Leclerc. that you write on. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Charles Leclerc lost it into the wall. Yep. He yeah. sure did. <laughs> So yeah, lovely. Uh, again, just it was Ferrari kind of almost, doing Ferrari things. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was, it, it just uh, Charles oh. just either has, if he what didn't have bad luck, he'd have no luck at the moment. Um, and it seems like no matter what he does, uh, it just can't go well for him. 
Nope. Um, in, in contrast, obviously, obviously Sargent went into the wall, but Albon ended up qualifying P4, which was P4. an unbelievable effort for a Williams. Um, absolutely Williams obviously being an absolute backrunner. Yeah, from the last, you know, so many years. And to see them back from P4, yeah, it, was a, it reminded me of the good old <laughs> uh, 20... Was it Hungary 2015 or 2014 when it was... Uh, it was, was Total Wolves says it's one of his proudest moments because it was Mercedes 1, 2 and then Williams 3, 4. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, it was, yeah, it reminded me of, of those old days. Yeah. Um, only if Mercedes could actually get a 1, 2. Alex Albon is putting that car in places that it does not belong. And yeah. he, I think it just really goes to show that he deserves another chance at a top team. Mm-hmm. He was like he was not given enough time to adjust, especially no. in a team like Red Bull, where I think the pressure is so high that you're not allowed to make any mistakes. So yeah, and, I think and, it just and... shows that you he needs to like he he just needs another goal basically. Yeah, I, I just I, I, the thing is as well is is like it, that car is so suited to Verstappen every single year that yeah. we see no matter which teammate he has they struggle. Um, and of course. That, it, it, it can't be a coincidence. Um, I don't think it's not so. Like they, it's not like they just struggle in comparison to Verstappen. Don't get me wrong, Verstappen's a very good driver, but they struggle in comparison to actually being able to, you know, do what that car should just be capable of doing with, you know, yeah. anyone in the car. Uh, would... But yeah, uh, it's funny you saying the album putting the car in places you shouldn't have, because that's it's... exactly what Sargent did. Yeah, but... No, not quite in the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. On to the right. race. The race. What Let me a set day. the scene for you. You ready? Please, Let me set please, the scene. Please, please. Okay. I want, yeah. The track is completely dry. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's, there's not a cloud in the sky. Or let's is this, say there's is this a okay, poem as well? Like, is this like, <laughs> rhymes as well? Wow. There's okay. not a cloud in the sky. Everything seems like it's going to be a normal race. The teams are on slick tires, ready to go. Ready to get a good stint out of them. Not mm-hmm. a chance of rain. But, not even. Halfway into the lap, we get raindrops. And that's when the chaos begins. There you and go. What oh you think my of that? god, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Set was, the that scene was amazing. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was great. Yeah. So yeah, we start off the race. There's a chance of rain. Um, the race starts halfway around the lap. It starts to pour down. Um, oh yeah. I, I, it was so funny because it seemed to pour it down in one section of the track in particular. So they all arrived there. Yeah. And there was a bit like a water slide. And then they got to other sections of the track and it was all right. But surprisingly, um, nobody binned it. No, it was I, I could not believe it. This was the part I did get to see with Ellie. And I just sat there going, how has nobody crashed yet? You know, it was it was, it was incredible driving by everyone, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was quite... There, was, it was, there quite... was actually crashes when you'd expect there not to be. Yeah. yeah but hey, uh, that, that's what the unpredictability of the sport is. Yeah, and... Someone who you know really, uh, really made up places from from that rain at the start, and you know 
he's he's a man of of being able to deal so with unpredictable position uh, conditions. Is Fernando Alonso who made it all the way up to P three? Um, from P five. From from P five, uh, yeah, all the way up. He had two paces, but it, the, the, yeah, the but cars he was nice, overtaking, yeah. and it was nice overtakes as well. It was it was pretty it was a decent. nice double overtake. He took uh he took the inside line into corner three, and got right yeah. past them. Lovely, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Um, Fernando Alonso still proving that he still has what it takes. Um, <laughs> even if the car he can doesn't keep up with the the young guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rookie of the year, Fernando Alonso. Yeah, of course. Um, well, we now have, and and on that point, um, we now actually, because of Liam Lawson being on the track, uh, we had two drivers this weekend who raced alongside Fernando Alonso who weren't born oh, when yeah. he made his race debut. Yeah, that is yep. insane. That is. I was not something. born either. No, no, you weren't. Um, were you? You were so, not born. Uh, it was 2001, so yeah, I wouldn't have been born either. Yeah. No, so yeah, we. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fernando uh, Alonso's racing career has went longer than I have been alive. Yeah, that's quite nice. interesting to think about. So, as we were talking about Albon earlier, he actually manages to keep up with Sainz in the Ferrari. Sainz goes to overtake him, but Albon's right back at him, right fighting yep. for that position, and it's just. It's really impressive to watch a Williams in a Ferrari fight again. It was it was funny because it was like uh, I think everyone kind of just expected Albon to move out of the way because everyone knew that yeah. position, but he just decided that actually because it's a little bit wet, he wasn't having it. Yeah. Um. But then we had the weird moment. Yes. Of people the weird continuing team to stay out on a completely wet track. Because mm-hmm. the rain wouldn't last that long. Now I am no strategist by any track, no by any stretch of the imagination. Right? I, I, I've played one game, one race of F1 manager, uh, and I didn't uh, go very I, well. I, it didn't go very well. But however, um, if I saw that the track was that wet, and saw other cars pitting onto inters and doing yeah. quite fast laps, I would sit there and go. Hmm, Maybe we should also pit onto the inters to do those fast laps, regardless of whether it's going to stop raining, mm-hmm. because now our cars are driving 10 seconds a lap slower around the track. <laughs> but apparently this logic failed to cross the ears of the Mercedes pit wall. Because apparently when it starts chucking it down with rain, you think to yourself, ah, yes, my slicks can outlast this rain. But I think what they failed to recognise was that the track still had to dry after it stopped raining. Yeah, and, and by like, the time it dries, they're going to be so out of position that it doesn't. It, it would it, like it doesn't actually matter that they've oh they've saved themselves a pit stop because yeah, they've just lost was, the time anyway. Yeah, because there was an oh well, we'll save two pit stops. You know, one onto the inters and one back onto the to the, the dry tires if we don't pit. So that's like you know. 45 50 seconds i was like okay <laughs> you're losing 10 seconds a lap however you know it's gonna take yeah. like five laps for that to be non-existent and that's exactly what happened the only one who they all eventually very reluctantly went on to inters the only one who didn't was alex albon um yeah 
who was the only one not to pit the entire duration of, of that the wet. rain. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the first fact he kept it on the track. Rain. Yeah, the fact the first stint of rain and the fact he kept it on the track was uh, pretty incredible. Um, uh, yeah. It did leave him in a sticky situation, however, whereby we go back to the beautiful FIA rules, where Keeps. because Alex Albon hadn't ran a wet or intermediate tire, he was forced to use two compounds of tire during the race. So they're soft, medium, and hard. Whereas oh. all the other runners could use any tire they liked because they'd ran the intermediate tires. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, advantages and disadvantages. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't really matter in the end, because obviously, as we'll talk about later, it rained there again. There was more chaos. However, one person that really did benefit from the the well, the early rain and decided to pit stop immediately was Sergio Perez. He yep. was one of the first person in the pits when it started raining. I think he put it on the second or third lap. I can't remember. It was really, really early. Yeah, yeah. It, he, he was the first yeah. one to put on inters. And he got followed in by a couple more people. And Perez ends up, at a couple of laps, jumping about seven people or something to go into P1 yeah. in front of Verstappen. Yeah, Perez, Gasly and Joe all petted. And so did Leclerc. And, uh, but yes. Yes. However, <laughs> if you've been listening to this podcast for a little minute, or you're an F1 fan of any sense whatsoever, mm-hmm. you'll realise that when Ferrari <laughs> try to do anything, they usually don't do it very well. They end uh, up sort of making it the wrong decision when it wasn't the right decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Leclerc comes into pit. Ellie, could you tell me one thing you need for a pit stop? Uh, well, usually tyres are quite helpful. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, the, the, yeah. I, I've heard you need four of them to go like on the side of the car. Yeah, and they're usually what like th- sticks the car to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Like usually three doesn't cut it. I think you no. kind of need four. Well, 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 what Ferrari decided to do <laughs> was go for the zero tire strategy, um, whereby they took the tires off and went, "Hang on, we Where don't have any tires? intermediates." <laughs> yeah. Um. So Leclerc's beautiful idea of you know replicating what Perez did uh, completely crumbled within the first five seconds as he lost about 15 seconds stationary time in that Yeah. To be fair, I'm actually just quite surprised. I'm actually just quite surprised that they didn't decide to put them back on. You know? Yeah. It seems like a Ferrari Just put them back on and just go, ah, well, we can't can't find the inters. Sorry. Sorry, Charles. Just go back out on the ones you've got. Yeah. Um, But... You'll be fine. (laughs) But while Leclerc was having a awful day as he usually does on race days Perez was flying and it turned out that Inters was indeed the correct choice because Mm -hmm. I think once Verstappen got through the crowd of people a couple laps later when he got into P2 he was 10 seconds behind Perez so Perez was miles ahead after being so many places behind and not only was the Inters the right choice, but Perez just made them absolutely fly during the little time that he had. But Perez's time at the front did not last very well. Well, not, not last very long, I should say. Was because yeah. when the track started to dry and everybody thought about starting to pit for Inters, 
Red Bull decided to pit Max first, the car in P2. So, which basically compromised Perez's race. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I meant that, yeah, yeah, well, just fully explained. He, he, yeah, he came in, Max Verstappen came in first, um, and obviously there was such a difference at this point and such an advantage to being back on the, the dry tyre that by the time that Perez got around the next lap and did his mm-hmm. pit stop, he was behind Max because yeah, there was... Yeah, but easy, yeah. Yeah, and I was, think I think there was actually a team radio message came up and he said, oh, is Max undercut me? And yeah. he had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and apparently Max didn't make the call either. Um, so it was... I just think it was a bit... It was a bit dirty of Red Bull. Unbelievably unfair. I mean, yeah. you've got... You, you know, you... you Max Verstappen is so far ahead in this World Championship. Oh, yeah. And... Like, there wasn't really Sergio any Perez, Yeah, and if Sergio Perez wanted any chance of catching him again, you pit him first. And... It's, li- it's like... Every Perez... time it, it goes to the driver who is in the little... The fleet of the two drivers you always give them preferential treatment because they're the one that's managed to get, you know, further up the grid. Um, but for some reason, Red Bull just decided that this rule doesn't apply um, because it's Max Verstappen. Uh, it was yeah, really sad, it, it, actually. And it, it, it just, it was like, oh, here we go again. It, it's almost like Perez's side of the garage is like not really Perez's team. Like, yeah. Perez will have a team of engineers that, like, solely look at his race, and it's like they don't exist. It's like mm. he's just known to come second to Max, you know? And yeah. I'd get there'd be more of, like, a discussion if the two of them were very equal in the championship. But, like, Max is so miles ahead that I don't think it was really necessary. And you know what? The chances of Max catching him anyway, like... It was going to happen, especially with so many laps left. So I just, I just didn't really see the point in like making the undercut if Perez was the leading driver. You know, it didn't really yeah, make any sense to me. It was really sad to be honest. It was like, oh, here we go. You know, it's, I, 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 I think for Perez, he'll have been really disappointed in that, um, and they might claim it was a mistake, but it clearly wasn't. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that. But I guess it's. I guess it's nothing that he's not used to. Yes, exactly. Um, Moving on. Logan Sargent. Back in the headlines again. (laughs) Yes, just in case Logan Sargent hitting the wall the first time round in qualifying didn't quite tickle your American pickle. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Oh, oh. Hestus. That's a horrible phrase. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just in case that, that no I'm not saying it again uh, no, so he did it again in the race um, and was out of the race the for first car Sargent. to be out of the race yeah, first car to crash first Over? car to be out of the race Logan Sargent and the, the weirdest bit about all this I don't know if it was just because he was you know a bit emotional and he was a bit upset with himself he sat Oh, I know. On the grass, by the side of the racetrack. <laughs> I think until maybe the end of the race. 
I don't think it was the, the end of the race. There's no it way. It started so down. long. It was so long. He was sat there. And the, the camera just kept coming back to him. And he just wasn't moving. Because most of the time, you crash, you walk around, or you get a trip back to the, on the back of the scooter, back to the paddock. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan Sargent sat there. And just, yeah. with his helmet still on, just very upset with the world, I think. Um, yeah, we did get a very sad I, shot of him sitting alone in the grass. It was, yeah. it was so sad. It was like, surely someone can give him a lift back, you know? It's yeah. not like, like you could call an Uber, you know? <laughs> surely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so justice for Logan Sargent. Mm-hmm. Get that man an Uber. Just as you thought it was getting boring, mm-hmm. I'd actually fallen asleep. For so, like yeah, just before, just before you say this, for, 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 for our listeners and viewers, right? I said to Ellie, I'm gonna have to leave now. I'll be able to watch it on my phone up until quarter two. After that, I need you to give me race updates because I'll be interested to in see what's going on. I'll have my phone with me. I'll just, uh huh. She went, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. And Ellie instantly falls asleep. No, that's not true. I fall asleep for about 10 laps, and then I think I hear some excitement happen, and I'm like, oh. Oh, what's happening now? <laughs> I better wake up. I better, I better watch the sport. Yeah, know? yeah. You know what? It's the sound of a race cars. They just send me right to sleep. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie actually watches uh, Jarn Altmaier, um, who is an F1 YouTuber, um, play F1 manager, fall asleep. Um, and it, because it's uh, I don't last it five minutes, us. man. No, no, generally I will be there. And I've watched the same <laughs> F1 manager video several times um, because Ellie falls asleep. Yeah. I'm just really absorbing it, you know? Yes, so after you woke up, Ellie, what happens? The rain starts again. Oh, not more rain, you see. Yeah. And not only does it rain, it starts pouring down. Absolutely pouring down. So much so that once everyone's pitted for inters, all goes smoothly. Everyone decides, yep, this is heavy, let's pit. Apart from Esteban Ocon, who actually goes for the wet tyres, but everyone's on inters, yeah. apart from him, and they're going round, and Perez has a little slide off the track, and we're thinking, oh, that was very close. And then not even a couple seconds later, Joel decides to follow his tracks, but instead of just a little slide, he slams right into the wall. You know that and... video that's going round on Twitter and TikTok at the moment of the policeman going down the water slide? Oh gosh! Um, oh, the, the 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 slide. That's very much what like Joe was. It was it just out, yeah. completely out of control. Just bang. Um, yeah, I don't know if but anyone's yeah. made that. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> that's um, all I had to add to that. It, it actually brought out a red flag that I don't right. So basically, this is what I think. Maybe this isn't controversial at all. I just thought it was a bit strange, and I. I don't really understand this rule. So, basically, just before the red flag had been brought out, the virtual safety car had been brought out first. So Perez and the Red Bull team decide that this would be the great moment to pit. Uh, Because I think it was getting too wet and I think they tried to pit for wets. So as Perez is coming out um, of the pit lane, just pitted, the red flag is um, shown. So what happens is 
Perez, I think he gets down to like P6 or something. And everyone goes back into the pit lane just to wait for the barrier to get fixed. And just as we're waiting for the session to resume, it says that the Perez has been put back up to P3. So they used like an older session info to decide what the order was. But I'm not entirely sure why. Yeah, so usually um, that's used um, if there's been a crash after a restart and they haven't completed the full lap yet, so they revert, revert the grid back to what it was before uh, the restart. However, I don't, I don't know why that had to happen because yeah, if nobody knows, apart from Perez feel... had lost out. Please comment down below. Um, yeah, if you if know you... the reason to this, please let us yeah. know. Because I just really don't understand why that was necessary. Like, yeah, I, I, I've had a look. It was just the luck of I, the draw, it, you know. It just seemed I don't know. I, I had a look, but it didn't seem like there was any cemented reason online, um, as far as I could see, um, at least on Twitter and such. So I don't know why that happened. Um, very yeah, odd. But I just thought it was a bit strange. The race restarts. And it is Max Verstappen, Alonso, Perez, and whoever's behind them, right? Pierre Gasly, right? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, Pierre Gasly. And then it looks, as the restart goes, it was a rolling start, so the safety car had to go in before they could go off anywhere. And it looked like Sebastian Sebastian Vettel? Sebastian yes. Vettel's back of in this race. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Guys, sound <laughs> the alarms. What I meant to say was, from the restart, it looked like Fernando Alonso had some great pace with keeping up with Max Verstappen. It, it honestly looks like he could have like challenged for the lead. But then yeah. nothing happened, you know. Just, just, yeah, just he, the usual. The, the funniest thing he said about that was that um, he said, I, I wasn't sure whether or not to overtake Verstappen. Um, because I wasn't sure if I would leave um, this track with my legs or something along the lines of Did of he that. say that? Yeah, he actually did say that. Or like no. something like, I, I don't know if I'd still be walking. What? Um, yeah, he, he was joking, but I did think okay, that was very Okay, yeah, funny. but like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, because obviously Netherlands home of Max Verstappen himself. Oh, um, yeah, no, is that what you mean? Okay, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Oh, did you mean as in I thought Bruce you meant that, like, would take him out? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you <laughs> meant. That says more about oh. you than it does about me, Ali. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dutch, Dutch Grand Prix, um, uh, fun fact, is the only place you hear the national anthem twice. Um, one at the start of the oh, race, and the second time when Max Verstappen <laughs> wins it. Uh anyway yeah so race restarts further um, down once the challenges for the lead further down the grid we've got Perez is announced to have a pit lane speeding in the pit lane penalty which yep. I have no idea when that happened because I don't know why it just didn't get announced I, maybe it did get announced maybe I missed it anyway yeah, it doesn't so matter. I can tell you what happened and why mm-hmm. why he got it Okay. Um, I, he on on that way in before the red flag. Yeah. He hit the wall of the side oh, of the pit lane. Okay. And then locked his fronts and basically slid down the road and oh. went 
I went past the point of where you have to be at a certain Slow speed down. to go to the bit lane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he 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 actually he he smacked straight into the wall. Um, just because the pit lane was so much wetter than the rest of the track. Uh, well, so that's, that's how he happened. That's how it happened. But that's yeah, very unfortunate. So, with Perez's penalty, Pierre Gasly <laughs> was in the running for P3. Yeah. And, what? well, that's his first podium since 2020? 2022? 2021? Uh, I think he got podium last year. I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, I think it must be 2021. But, yeah. So, Pierre Gasly made sure to just within that five seconds of Perez which he managed to do no spoilers but you know I think we can spoil the race um, (laughs) on an F1 podcast I think that's all right. yep well there's your there's your Uh, spoiler Pierre Gasly finished P3 yeah Yeah, Pierre Gasly finished P3 excellent podium for the Alpine team their second of the year despite having one of the worst years in their existence oh my god Um, after Fernando Alonso left Piastri didn't want the race for them their technical director left, um, and their sporting director left. Um, there's not many people. Uh, there wasn't many people at the uh, podium celebration to actually um, cheer on Pierre Gasly Jeez. because most oh, of them God. are currently down at the job centre or just unemployed. Yeah. But our uh, final note for the race was Russell. Russell had a little tango with Norris, just a little racing incident and ended up in P17 because he got a puncture so after pitting he managed to just bring it home, finish dead last that is because we had three cars retire I don't know why they didn't just retire him when he he came into the pit lane as if he was going to do something in the last two laps of the race, it was very odd Um, yeah but maybe, yeah. Maybe he just wanted to bring it home, you know. Maybe there was a point if if there was a red flag, then he may have made made up a couple of places on a restart yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and that was that was the Dutch Grand Prix, and that- because of all that, Max Verstappen now got his ninth consecutive race win, equaling the record of Sebastian Vettel held in twenty thirteen. If he wins Monza, sorry, when he wins Monza. Um, he will hold the all-time outright consecutive win record. Um, nobody's oh, ever managed to so ten wins in a row. I'm so excited for that. I'm ready for the Dutch national anthem to be played again. Um, I'm sure the Tifosi and the Italian fans will really enjoy oh. Red Bull and Dutch Max Verstappen breaking the record. Um, of their once-loved hero, Sebastian Vettel, um, yeah. on their home turf. But that is lovely all for next week. What a lovely note to end week. on. Yeah. Okay, guys, that is everything we have for this short... Actually, I don't think it is very short, but this is everything no, we have for this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll be recording for uh, 52 minutes. I know, it's, it's crazy. Um... But yeah, we'll catch you at the um, Grand Prix next week, which is Monza. Remember to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, um, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. 
Um, we might at some point get around to posting other content up there as well as the regular podcast episodes. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks very much for watching, guys. Um, and listening, obviously, keep giving us five stars, keep giving in those ratings. And we will see you next time for our Monza Race Recap. Bye! Bye!